Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're going to talk about making potato salad and I'm going to share with you a really good recipe for red skin potato salad. As you probably are aware, if you live in the United States, red skin potato salad has become a very popular side dish, and it's really expensive for some reason in delis and deli departments of stores. And it seems kind of funny because, you know, you're leaving the skin on the potato, so it's like less work to make it. Why is it more expensive? Who knows? So I tried to find a good recipe for it, one that has a very nice flavor, not overpowering, not too sour um, I don't know what it is with potato salad anymore. There's so many recipes that are like, there's 10 really sour things in them. And, eh. So this is a, this this recipe is um, pretty good. Uh, I've taken it several places and people really seem to like it. So it's a reasonably simple recipe. And I wanted to go through some different techniques as you're making this because I, when I first tried to make potato salad, there's not a lot of... Um, I don't know how you'd say step-by-step uh, -step instructions for doing it. Even now, with all the options on the Internet, there's not really a lot of good step-by-step -step instructions. So I'm going to tell you what I've figured out, and then we'll uh, hopefully be able to help you make a good recipe without too much stress. Okay, this recipe calls for the following. Five pounds of red skin potatoes. Uh, one and a half cups of light sour cream. I like Daisy light sour cream because it's all natural. So if you if you have that in your area, use that. If not, you can use full fat sour cream if you want to. Daisy light doesn't put any thickeners in it, so it's it's a very good quality um, sour cream, and yet it's got less fat in it. So a one cup one cup of regular mayonnaise. Not light mayonnaise, which is a nasty thing. Would light it, mayonnaise. Now, this might seem obvious to you, but for the listeners, could you use Miracle Whip instead of mayonnaise? No, I wouldn't. Okay. Uh, Miracle Whip has a sour kind of a taste. It's more like a um, something like Miracle Whip is better for, say, coleslaw than uh, mayonnaise is. Regular mayonnaise is good for potato salad. You don't want to use light mayonnaise because it has an odd flavor to it. I mean, if you want to use it, you certainly may. I think that it has a detectable odd flavor to it, and I don't like to use it in something like this. And also the olive oil mayonnaise. Now, you could use that if you want to, but again, it doesn't have quite the same flavor as mayonnaise. But if, it, if you want to use it, use what you want to use. It's your potato salad. I'm just giving you a rough outline here. Sort of. So, um, two tablespoons of sweet pickle relish. Sweet pickle relish, okay? Six celery stalks. That's individual pieces of celery from a large celery uh, plant, whatever. What do you call a celery thing? What do they call that? A thing. A celery thing. I don't thing. know. A bunch? A bun do you say a bunch of celery? Maybe it is a bunch of celery. I couldn't, I, I still can't remember. I, I don't know why. I think I have a celery mental block today or something. But anyway, six individual stalks of celery. Um, and then five green onions. Green onions are the types, they sometimes call them scallions. They sometimes just call them green onions. Um, some people call them spring onions. And they usually come in a little tiny bundle in your grocery store and they're ridiculously overpriced. Those things. I bet it's a bundle of celery. 
a bundle of celery? Probably. No, that might not be right. We're going to have to do some research into this celery thing. I'll, I'll do some Googling while you talk. Googling. Um, okay, five green onions, one tablespoon of dill weed, which is, uh, dill weed is an herb that looks like little flaky light dust of green. Not the seeds, just the dill weed. A half teaspoon of garlic, granulated garlic, and a half teaspoon of granulated onion. And then salt and pepper. I used about a half teaspoon of salt, a fourth teaspoon of pepper, but you can kind of do that to your own taste. So, there, yes, did you find something? Yes, I did. Um, Apparently, we know nothing because a stalk of celery is apparently the whole thing. Okay, the whole thing is a stalk. And one piece of the stalk is called a rib. Oh! Which I have never heard in my entire life. I think I knew that, but I've probably forgotten it, or it's been pushed out of my brain by all the other information that's been pushed into it. So, well, you learn something new every day. That sounds six ribs of celery. We don't want anybody (laughs) overpowering their potato salad with six giant celery stalks. Would be an excessive (laughs) amount of celery. So, do not do that thing, unless you want to make like a celery salad. Then go ahead and do that thing. Okay, there's all your ingredients. Um, did I say six hard-boiled eggs, or did I skip six hard-boiled eggs? I think he skipped that. Oh, and six hard-boiled eggs if I skipped it. If I didn't skip it, I'm just being repetitive. All right, so what you want to do in preparation is get your potatoes and wash them, and then you're going to boil them to cook them. And what you want to do is, you know, wash your potatoes, put them in a pot, cover them with water. They don't have to be like, you know, they just cover them with about an inch of water. And put them on the stove and turn your heat on medium high, which would be like if you have the numerical system on your stovetop or however that works for you, um, around eight on your heat. And then you're going to bring it to a boil. When it starts to boil, start timing it, okay? So you're going to time it for 10 minutes. Don't put it on the stove and time it for 10 minutes because it will take this thing forever to come to a boil. So put it on, starts to boil, set your timer for 10 minutes. After 10 minutes, the timer goes off. You take that off the stove, very carefully pour the hot water off of it, and rinse them with cold water, and then dump them into a colander and let them drain and cool. It takes potatoes an incredibly long time to cool. I mean, I did this I, I did this uh, today. I started it, I don't know, I started cooking them around 10 o'clock in the morning, and I didn't get the potato salad made until like 4, because they were still warm. So I didn't want to leave them soaking because you don't want to get all that moisture in your potatoes. You're better off to just let them air cool, but gee whiz, that was excessively a long time. So once they're cool, um, you get a nice big bowl, like a 28-quart bowl, which I've mentioned about every other episode. That seems to be the size of bowl I like to use, the 28-quarter. And what you want to do is have all your ingredients ready. This is the easiest way to do this. You have all your ingredients ready. Have your potatoes ready, your celery your celery ribs cleaned and ready to go, your green onions cleaned and ready to go, and your hard-boiled eggs peeled and ready to go to be chopped up. Then you can make your dressing. Um, you're going to take the sour cream and the mayonnaise and whip them up together, and then you're going to add a tablespoon of dill, half teaspoon of granulated garlic, half teaspoon of granulated onion, salt, pepper, and sweet pickle relish, and stir that up. That is your dressing. Set it aside. Now, 
Um, you want to cut your potatoes up into cubes, and the skin is going to slip off, but don't panic because you're just going to put the skin in there. It's still good, still with the potatoes, you know. Um, but cut your potatoes into about one inch, half inch, three quarter inch in that range size cubes. Cut them up and do about half of your potatoes cut up into cubes in your bowl and then cut up half of your celery on top of that into small pieces, half of your green onions into small pieces, and half of your eggs into small pieces. Then do another layer of potatoes, celery, onions, and eggs. This makes it just a little bit easier to mix up if you do it like this because sometimes this stuff is weighty and you try to stir it and it just like clumps together. So this way it, it kind of disperses it a little bit ahead of time. Now you have everything cut up. You're going to pour your dressing over the top of it. Scrape your bowl out real good. Pour your dressing over the top of all of this in your bowl. And then very carefully take a large spoon. I use a steel spoon because a wooden spoon tends to like smash this and smash it out of the way. So uh, very carefully get a big steel spoon and just turn, turn, turn it over. Don't stir it like you're stirring it all up. But just turn it over and fold it to get everything coated with dressing. And some of your potatoes are going to break up, but don't worry about that because it kind of adds to the coating, adds to the dressing. I like a potato salad where you don't want the potatoes to, you want the potatoes to be cooked, okay? You don't want them to be mushy, but you don't want them to be crunchy. And if a few of them are mushy, that's all right because it gives the dressing a really nice volume over the whole thing. Now, once you get this all mixed up, you want to refrigerate it for at least three hours, best overnight, um, for serving the next day because that gives the potatoes a chance to absorb the flavor of the dressing and everything just to the flavors to meld and it comes out really well. Before serving, stir it around a bit, just like I said, by folding and turning. And you can place it into a, a nicer serving dish. Some people like to put uh, sliced hard-boiled eggs on top of that or sprinkle the whole thing with a little bit of paprika or something like that just to make it look a little bit, you know... Fancy. Schmancy. But that's really all there is to it. Now, as far as making it, it doesn't take very long. The, the big prep issue, like I said, is the potatoes. So what I would say, and I've done this before, if you cook your potatoes ahead of time, and just put them into a colander, let them drain out pretty good, and put them in a bowl and put them in the refrigerator, you can make them anytime you want to. So if you can cook your potatoes the day or the night before and then put the salad together the next day, you can mix your dressing up ahead of time. You can have your celery chopped and your onions chopped and your eggs even chopped and just mix it up the next day. This is a really handy way to do it because you don't have to do it all at the same time. And like I said, this is a, a lot of the... the um, potato salads put use a mustard in them or uh, dill pickles or something like that. This potato salad is not that soury flavored. This is probably what would be more thought of as an American style potato salad as opposed to a German style potato salad. So I hope you give it a, get a chance to give it a try. The recipe will be posted on our website and pictures will be posted on our Facebook page, Mary Mac Bakehouse. So you can go and take a look at it if you want to see what should the size of the potatoes be or something like that if you have more questions on it. Uh, I hope you do give it a try and I hope you like it because I like it. I think it's a really good potato salad. 
we went, we're releasing a new baking mix this week. It's on our it's in our store, and it is another one of our Pittsburgh muffin collection mixes, and it is called Lil Nebby. I've been wanting to make this muffin mix, these particular flavors. I've just been wanting to make one, but I, you know, you always have to come up with a name, a silly name. And um, right now, a notable character in Pittsburgh named Rick Seaback is putting together a Kickstarter, which he calls the Rick Starter. And you can go to Rick. It's rickstarter.org. Rickstarter.org. And you can um, contribute to that. Actually, I wouldn't say contribute. I would say invest in that because this is something that you're going to be able to enjoy for years to come. If you've never seen a Rick Seaback special, look him up online. He's got some really, really great things that he's done. He's traveled all over the country to find the best pie. He has um, a lot of his topics focus on the city of Pittsburgh and things that have happened, but he's got some great ones like um, about diners, about ice cream, about different things like that. Just fantastic about Kennywood Park. Um, So what he's planning on doing is creating six shows about the greater Pittsburgh area, and he decided to try using a Kickstarter to do that instead of funding after the creation, funding before the creation, which would probably be a lot less stressful because now you've got some money to work with. So uh, in honor of that, we named our muffin (laughs) Little Nebbies, and they are a white chocolate and I found these really neat little things called raspberry jammy bits. And when you make the muffin, the little jammy bits kind of meld in there and spread out. And it, it, they're de- they are delicious. I'm not even kidding you. So um, there really wasn't a reason for picking the flavors other than I wanted to do something with those two things and I needed a muffin to put them in. So you can go to my online store, marymacpodcast.com slash store, and check out our Little Nebby, little Nebby muffins with a really cute picture of a hairy-armed little girl <laughs> on the label. And, uh, it's truly a Photoshop masterpiece. It's a, it is a Photoshop masterpiece. Anna did that. Anna's like, <laughs> Anna is, I don't know. I, I don't know what to compare Anna with. Anna's like the guy that created Mount Rushmore is to mountains that's what anna is to photoshop i'm not kidding you're fantastic you're an artist you're a photoshop artist for god's sake just like mount rushmore i specialize in putting people's faces on other things yes exactly so (laughs) so um take a look at our little nebby muffins and go and uh support rick seaback's rick starter because he's almost there he's so close he's down to the nitty gritty so just give him a little bit of help and push him over the top with his rick starter and don't forget to check us out on facebook at mary mac bakehouse on instagram as mary mac bakehouse and on twitter as mary mac mixes thanks a lot for listening if you did and if you didn't too bad for you